share this while all the adults are around. Can you guys hear out there? Okay. So the message. Wow, dude. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. That's not okay. So the title for the message, the preaching today. Don't say that. You didn't fix it. It's still on there. Joe, how do you take off the red thing? I don't want the hot spot on. No, then get it back. I don't know what. How do what? What am I doing? I have a hot spot that's on there. I don't even know what you say. Okay, so the message, the name, the title of the message today is Being a Winner. Being a winner? Being a winner? Instead of being a winner. Are we going to have our breakout sessions and are we going to talk about how better ways we can do it? Don't listen to seven. Okay, are you ready? Try harder. So, I'm going to be, today we're going to be teaching from 1 Corinthians 9. Woo! I'm just kidding, but I am going to read a couple of scriptures. So, uh, when I was writing like a couple days ago, I'm just going to invite you guys into my dialogue, like with God, and then something super cool that I felt like, you know it's the Holy Spirit because God will say something to you, and then you're like, oh, that's a cool revelation, and then he'll give you a scripture, and then you read the scripture, and it was like not only confirming what he was saying, but there was like so much more there. So that's almost always what happens, but this is, so I just wanted to share a really cool message, because I knew God was saying this is for Sunday. So... And as much as I've wanted to talk about it on Thursdays and Saturdays, I haven't because I've been saving it for today. So I feel like it's going to speak to like us. So I was riding on my bicycle and for whatever reason, like this thought came into my head of like, I just want to continue to like press forward in my relationship with God, you know, and I just have this natural drive within me to like just seek God and want to know more about the kingdom and everything else, right? So the scripture that it reminded me of was uh, 1 Corinthians 9.24. And it says, Isn't it obvious that all runners on the racetrack keep on running to win, but only one receives the victor's prize? Yet each one of you must run the race to be victorious. A true athlete will be disciplined in every respect. Practicing constant self-control in order to win a laurel wreath that quickly withers. But we run our race to win a victor's crown that will last forever. So are you guys following me? So like he's saying like run the race and to be a winner, right? And so when I was like riding my bike the other day, like the emotion that I was experiencing was literally exactly the opposite of that. I, w- I found myself praying and when I was writing, I was like, God, like something came over me and I'm like, I don't want that. Like I'm all, I don't want to like, okay, press forward and like win this race and like be a victor. I literally found myself verbalizing. Um, I wrote it down. I stopped while I was writing and I wrote it down and I put, I found myself praying, God, I don't want to move forward. But whatever you want me to be to serve those around me so they may experience freedom through faith in you. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I have this overwhelming emotion of I don't want to press forward in my things like and press forward in things with God and not see the people around me experience freedom. Like what's the freaking point? Right. 
you know? And so that scripture came to mind and I was like, okay, God, I know you're showing me something. So that whole win the race, I think Christians can look at it as like screw blaze. Like as long as I'm going to move forward and I'm going to like, please God, whatever we can run together. But when it gets to the finish line, I'm going to trip him. So I make sure I'm not, I'm the winner. I'm a freaking winner. Right. And we can use that scripture to like out of context and be like, dude, like win your freaking race, man. Don't worry about those losers. Just right. freaking do your thing. Right. Read the Bible more, moron. Like right. whatever, you know, oh, do cert, like strive, strive, you know, be a better Christian. And so I knew that wasn't what was in my heart. I'm like, God, I'll be anything to the people around me in order for them to have a greater revelation of you so they can experience more freedom. Whether it's deliverance, whether it's healing, whether it's becoming a Christian, whatever, because that's what you've put in my heart. So the scripture that came to mind is 1 Corinthians 9, 19, which is Paul talking about becoming all things to all people, right? So the scripture that I read about or being like uh, winning the race is the scripture after the scripture, and I didn't realize it. I know both these scriptures, but I didn't realize the order that they're in. So I read them backwards. Are you guys following me? Yeah. So the winning the race is after this scripture. So this is the scripture before it. It says, Now, even though I am free from obligations to others, I joyfully make myself a servant to all in order to win as many converts as possible. I become Jewish to the Jewish people in order to win them to the Messiah. I became like one under the law to gain the people who were stuck under the law, even though I must myself am not under the law. And to those who are without Jewish laws, I became like them as one without Jewish laws in order to win them. Although I am not outside the law of God, but under the law of Christ, I became weak to the weak to win the weak. I have adapted to the culture of every place I've gone so that I could more easily win people to Christ. I've done all of this so that I would become God's partner for the sake of the gospel. That's what my heart was screaming that morning. Cool. The next scripture says, Run your race to win. What is he saying? He's saying to win is to become all things to all people so people can experience the Holy Spirit through you, which will redirect them to Jesus so they can experience God. Yeah, Isn't that freaking awesome? Yeah, amazing. So he's all, to be a winner means you laying down your life, allowing the people around you to become the priority so they can come into a greater revelation of Jesus and experience all the grace that comes through faith in God. So we're all crossing that finish line together as one. That's what being a winner looks like. Right. Isn't that That's freaking cool. awesome? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I've never heard that before, and it's right in my face. So. Right. And the the human part of us, or the society part, and everything else, when we think of win, we end up becoming those Strava junkies that are they're on the trail and everything else, and they just go ripping by everybody and don't you know, and they're just jerks right. because they're trying to get their Strava time in to make sure that they can get a better time or a better win, and forgetting about everybody else around you. Yeah, and that's. I think what he's calling back is, yeah, I want you to win. I want you to win these things. But the way that you're going to win 
is not by ignoring everything else and trying to just focus on that single point. It's to actually encompass everybody in with it. And then now you will be a winner because you're bringing everybody in. Yeah. It's not so. self-focused. It's no. everyone else. Exactly. Focused. But when you read that, it's like, all right, you Every guys. Every time you say win, it's like, I got to try and do this. I got to try and do this. Right. I got to try and do this. Right. Try and do this. Dust, you're you know? And I feel like God does it on purpose to show us like, oh, we're like, okay, religious, like when, when, when. Yeah. And he's like, that's not what the heart of that chapter is. Right. That very scripture before it is saying winning people, becoming all things to all people so they can experience the love of God, you know? And the super quick story that I wanted to share, and then we'll do a prophetic exercise, was... Well, the other one that we did was when we, were at, when we went to the mountains, we went to Big Bear and we rode all day long. And we were just so focused on just running these trails, 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 trails. And it was the last one that Seven's like, dude, look at the scenery! And we were like, God's creation was amazing. I mean, we we're looking out over the lake and everything, and it was just the most gorgeous. God, ah, right. And we missed it for <laughs> six <laughs> hours because we were so focused. We didn't even realize that that, that view, view was, was there the right whole there. time. And every single time, yeah. I always have to come back to that. That I, I get so focused. The whole view I miss, yes. and that's what God's trying to give us is that view. Yes, so. it's, it's so awesome. Even though the view of the jumps was way better than the view <laughs> of the The view of those jumps was like the best view of all time. The view when you're in there. Like, <laughs> yes. yeah. So, no, but I, Andy, what's up? No, you just missed it, Andy. Everything. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So the the picture, the analogy, or not even the analogy, just the story that I wanted to share is uh, like sometimes Bela and I ride with this group of writers that are like called linked, and it's like a big group of like Christian writers, and there's this. Uh, this ride every year that's called Rwanda. Is that what it's called? So when you're doing, like when you're cycling or whatever, like, uh, dude, what was that? She was getting crazy for a second. Oh, is that what it does? And so can you still hear back there? Yes. Okay. So there's this ride called Rwanda and it's a 50 mile ride. And normally when you're doing anything that's competitive, there's always this sense of like, I got to win or I got to do my best or whatever. And with this ride, they asked us to be ambassadors for the ride, right? So we were trail ambassadors. We were doing the ride, but we were, our purpose for the ride, and we're like, what do we do as trail ambassadors? And they're like, you do the ride, and your whole objective is to encourage everybody along the way. If somebody gets a flat tire, stop and help them. Somebody's like having a hard time, encourage them. If somebody needs a freaking bar, give it to them. And we're like... Yes! This is why we ride! This is why we ride right here to freaking help people along the way. And there was that stupid freaking tag, instead of having a number on it, said, Trail Ambassador, I have the authority to serve you. I'm not competing with you. I have the authority to help you. So when people looked at us, it wasn't like, <laughs> they were just like, oh, hey, what's up? And we're like, hey, what's up? Do you need anything? Like, oh, dude, you got a flat tire? Let me help you. And it totally removed the sense of competition. 
Right. And I feel like that's what God's doing in us. He's removing that sense of competition to where we're like, dude, like I'm not competing with you. I'm winning by serving you. How can I win you to a greater revelation of faith in Jesus? And I feel like that's the race that we're in. And there was something so liberating. That was one of my favorite rides or favorite races or whatever. Because, yeah. dude, there was no pressure to perform. We were walking in our identity as ambassadors. And the Bible literally calls us what? Ambassadors of Christ. And he's all, you're a trail freaking ambassador. That's your job. Not competing with one another, being like, and the word that I gave last week with the whole tenant thing is, when we've reached that point of maturity in our faith in Jesus, our whole job when we're crowned like the checkers pieces is to go back and help the other pieces come into their authority. To where we're identifying with what we have to give in every situation, not competing with one another because we feel like we haven't made it yet. Right? So we'll do a prophetic exercise on that. I don't know how. But. How can we do it? Just set the <laughs> okay, so uh, are you guys ready? We're going to do a prophetic exercise. Are you ready? So, Lord, we just, uh, so all we do, like in the Bible, or not even in the Bible, just like in our relationship with God and in the Bible, like we believe that God's in us and he's constantly like speaking so we do like what I call prophetic exercise just to like uh, take a moment to listen for God's voice, right? And it's such a trip because if you believe God's speaking, you'll literally learn to start hearing him. So no pressure, but this is just something that's like an exercise to learn how to hear God's voice or whatever. And for me personally, the way God speaks to me is through my imagination, and so I'm so used to, like, the world using my imagination to, like, try to pull me in all these different directions. But when we surrender our imagination to God, it's such a trip. Like, everybody that got a word for you this morning, all they were doing is like, okay, God, I'm believing that you're speaking and you want to speak to me about her. And we're kind of surrendering our imagination to God and allowing him to speak through that. Does that make sense? So it's nothing super creepy or weird. It's just, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> Even though it's called the prophetic, but it's awesome. And so just close your eyes and Lord, we just acknowledge you, God. And I thank you for that word that is so freaking awesome. When we think about being a winner is not competing, God. It's being all things to all people. Trusting you with us long enough to allow the person that we're with to become the priority. That's what being a winner looks like, God. And I just uh, thank you for that word, God. And I just pray that you would just, something would happen in our hearts tonight where we would relinquish, God, any striving, any competition, Lord, any feeling like we need to arrive, God, which makes other people our competitors. And I thank you, God, for just that scripture that talks about us being ambassadors of Christ. We are there, Lord, in this world to invite other people to what we've received in you, Jesus. And I just want you to picture yourself, whether you're running or whether you're on a bicycle, God's removing 
that number plate off of your bike or off of your shirt or chest or whatever. And he's putting on there the trail ambassador. That when you're going through life, you're not competing with other people to arrive someday. You know that you've already arrived through your faith in him. And yeah, Lord, I thank you for just giving us those the crown that Paul was talking about, God. That we don't even have to wait till we die to receive that crown, Lord. That you've given us the authority already to serve the people that are around us, God. And maybe just ask God to show you if there's any areas in you where you're still striving or you're still competing. So you can do that thing with the purpose of what you have to give. That that thing would redirect people to Jesus, not to yourself. Maybe there's something that you do and you've been doing it, like trying to prove yourself to other people, whether it's education or music or tattooing or whatever. But Lord, we surrender that thing to you this morning, God, that as we do it, Lord, we would do it for the purpose of pointing other people to you, Jesus. Maybe even reading the Bible. If you've been reading the Bible, like, okay, I need to like be a better Christian. God's like, no, I want you to read the word so you know what you have to offer other people. So I just declare freedom over the spirit of striving, religion, competition, ambition. We just declare freedom over those things this morning in Jesus' name, God. And I just pray, Father, you would just replace it with that desire, Lord, to reveal to other people who you are, Jesus, and what we've been given in you. Amen. Was that too convoluted? <laughs> okay, what'd you guys get? I mean, I got, I got work, a job, 